This is Random Randy Savage from Cult 45 Podcast, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 275 of the So Wizard Podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I'm here. <laughs> yes, you are. I'll be back. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagan. What is going on, everybody? What's up? You are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we're going to talk a little bit of nerdy news with a couple of cool trailers that came out. And then we're going to jump into a full review of Terminator, colon, Dark Fate. But before we get into all of that, how is everyone doing this week? Mark Ellis Regans. What's up? Uh, nothing much, man. Uh, I've been watching a lot of movies lately, and uh, I have some reviews that will be going up on my Letterboxd page and on the Soul Wizard website. Because we uh, follow each other on Letterboxd, I see that you saw Last Christmas. Yeah, damn, you saw that. You don't have to like <laughs> uh, like reveal, don't have to reveal yourself with uh, your rating, but uh, how is my girl Amelia Clark in it? Oh my gosh, she is so freaking cute. Good lord she's she's perfect for like those playing those uh quirky girls and like romantic comedies that's like her that's like her forte you know what i mean like that's her expertise i completely forgot she was in a star wars movie <laughs> does anybody jerk off on her feet while she yells at them about dragons what oh okay maybe that's not the movie <laughs> i was looking for and... wait is that does that never happen? mind <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. No, no. She's very, uh, very cutesy and very girly and very um, adorable. The movie itself is okay, but um, yeah. If you're, if you or someone that you know loves those like Hallmark holiday movie feel good movies, uh, then this is definitely something that you want to bring your significant other to. Um, otherwise, just wait for it. If you, unless you really like Amelia Clark, I just wait for it on Netflix. I do, but I don't know if I like her enough to go to the movies. No. That doesn't involve something we're doing on the podcast. You would hate this movie, dude. You More would than hate likely, it. yeah. <laughs> but she is adorable. Awesome. Awesome, 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 awesome. How about you, Aubrey? How is the queen of all nerds this week? Uh, cold. It's cold in Virginia. <laughs> Probably not as cold as up there, but it's I was going to say, define cold. <laughs> yeah, define it's Virginia like, cold. It's like 50s <laughs> and i don't like it <laughs> i miss the warmth it hasn't snowed here yet though like it has up there but yeah it it's been a an odd week you know it's noah's birthday tomorrow and so we've been preparing for all of that uh this upcoming weekend we're doing like a obstacle course to catch all to get all of the infinity stones yes <laughs> so we me and josh have been building and planning different obstacles for the kids to do in each obstacle they complete is they there like a, a is there like a tower that noah has to throw you off of <laughs> for the soul stone we haven't quite we so we're doing a military obstacle course type thing for Captain America. It's going to be like Captain America's fitness challenge. Then there is the Hulk smash pinata. And then there's going to be a group dance off. And then um, a Tony Stark's uh, invention center where they got to invent something. We're going to have a bunch of like cardboard boxes and crayons and stuff for them to put stuff together. Uh, there's going to be a Hawkeye target practice. Uh, it's going to uh, be uh, threatening to kill yourself during divorce <laughs> Hawkeye practice. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Spider-Man, silly string, shooting. Um, 
so each obstacle they complete, they get an infinity stone. And at the end, I have this substance called alginate, which they actually use to make molds of your teeth. Um, so they're going to put their fist in it until it makes a mold. And then while they're eating cake and stuff, I'm going to pour plaster in there. And I'm going to pour it so much and then put the stones in, pour more plaster. And then in the end, they'll be able to rip the alginate off and have a plaster mold of their hand with the infinity stones. So Awesome. So what time should I arrive for this amazing party <laughs> that I get to run through the obstacle courses? It, it's, it's one to four. Yay! <laughs> I will be there. <laughs> now, I asked Noah, too. I was like, what would you rather? Would you rather like a Detective Pikachu birthday where all of you and your friends solve mysteries and stuff? Or do you want an Avengers birthday? And to my surprise, he chose an Avengers birthday. Thought for sure we were going to be doing a Detective Pikachu birthday. That sounds awesome. An Avengers birthday party. That sounds that that sounds like a lot of fun. That sounds almost like a movie itself. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like an event. Yeah, we I don't know where we've gotten this recent motivation to go above and beyond. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're putting in a lot of effort. I don't even know what that's like. I, know, I don't know. I'm why like, I'm... I'm going to bed, go play video games for six hours while I sleep. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this to myself because I've been so stressed out t- trying to complete all of these projects that I have accumulated between school and I'm making him a queen size comforter for his bed at Josh's, which has been ongoing for like a month between all of the different things I have to do and mm-hmm. oh, just so many projects. What have I done? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I know that feeling. I know that feeling. Well, it sounds cool, Aubrey. I want to see pictures and stuff uh, when you're on. Oh, there. yeah. There's going to be so many pictures because it, it's going to be insane. So we got to take pictures of it to just show the world that we actually did it <laughs> and pulled it off. <laughs> Now, as long as they don't snap their fingers and make half the parents disappear, then it should be fine. Noah has told me before that he is um, going to snap his fingers and make everybody he doesn't trust disappear. Oh, wow. And the people that he doesn't trust are the people who don't give him sugar. So <laughs> that's me and Josh right off the bat. <laughs> well, I got a whole fucking closet full of candy, so <laughs> I think I'm safe. <laughs> cool. All right. Now are you, Joey? I'm fucking tired. <laughs> yeah. I know that's a shocking development. Um, yeah, I worked uh, last night. I worked both my jobs two nights in a row, so Friday into Saturday, and then I slept and I got up and worked uh, 6 p.m. to, well, I had to stay late, so probably like 7.30 a.m. yesterday. Uh, 6, 6 p.m. Saturday into, as we rec- it's Sunday as we record this, 6 p.m. Saturday into Sunday, so it was seven thirty ish when I got home. Then I slept for two hours. I went to work at my second job until three thirty. I got out of work. I went and picked up my son at his friend's house. We went and saw Terminator and I came home and now I'm here. So that's that's the life. That's the life of a podcaster. When you want it. You know, you want to have that weekly show, it's on. But yeah, that's it. I've just been uh talking to my son a lot about different things that he wants for Christmas. Um, because as soon as Halloween's done, it's time for Christmas lists. Right. <laughs> Apparently when you're a kid. So I'm trying to make a Amazon wish list of things that he talks about, but everything seems to be really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Hence you working ridiculous hours. Yeah. Well, you know, I keep trying to explain to him, you know, you know, okay, if you want a bunch of video games that are all $60 each, you know, maybe you get like one or two. I, I can't, and then you won't get a lot of other stuff. You know, we never really had the conversation about Santa, but like, I think that conversation is all set. I think they figured it out, but yeah. you know, just trying to make it happen, you know, just living the dream, recovering from Rhode Island. I didn't get con crud, knock on wood. So I think we're good there. We got a bunch of content on our YouTube channel that's doing well. So loving it. Living the dream, brah. Ready to rock and roll. So I guess then you should probably tell people, because every episode could be someone's first, where they can find more So Wizard Podcasts. All right, so everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com, where you will find new episodes every week. Oh, you'll find some movie reviews from yours truly, uh, Netflix and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy, the awesome Adam Mollyhawk, 
Oh, you'll also find our merchandise there. You can purchase some of our Soul Wizard podcast t-shirts and sweatshirts. Look good while you're representing the show. Uh, a great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website. There's an Amazon logo. Click on that A, do your shopping, receive your products, and that way you'll be helping out our show. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, you can also find us on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone. We're on Podbean. We're on Google Play Music. We're on iHeartRadio. And we are on Spotify. And we also have a YouTube page filled with uh, video content that you can check out also. We have a Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Podcast, where you can support our show monetarily and receive bonus material from us here at Soul Wizard Podcast. A shout out to everybody in the Geek World All-Stars Podcasting Network. Back to you, Joey. I am Thanos. Give me all your special rocks. A preview of uh, Noah's birthday party. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> All right, Marcellus, it's a light week for news, but we got a little bit to talk about, so let's drop it like it's hot and get at it. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, so uh, this week in Nerdy News, we had a couple of trailers that dropped, uh, trailers for movies that we will probably be, probably be talking about on, on the show. Uh, the first one is a trailer for a movie called The Color Out of Space. Uh, it is based on an H.P. Lovecraft uh, short story, and it stars Nicolas Cage as a gardener who, uh, uh, or wannabe gardener who whose um, yard gets hit by a meteor and displays all of these weird lights and then strange things starts to happen to his family uh directed by richard stanley who you may remember directed the classic uh the island of dr monroe <laughs> so uh yeah the chair looks freaky uh, i was front of producers of mandy if you saw mandy you kind of have an idea of what uh uh what that's all about but i don't know um it's supposed to be coming out in january it looks freaky i don't know if it's going to hit theaters but uh it definitely something that's going to be on our radar what did you guys think of the color out of space? Let's start with Aubrey. It actually looks really cool. Um, what? I know. And it's probably just the fancy colors. So I'm pretty excited to see it just because of the fancy colors. And Nicolas Cage actually doesn't look like he's dying in this movie. Like he actually looks pretty healthy. So I'm excited. All right. All right, Joey, what about you, man? What did you think? I thought this was a sequel to Brother from Another Planet. That is a deep cut, dude. No one even <laughs> no one, no well, one knows the, that movie. It was, it was the Coloreds out of space. <laughs> wow! Hold on, I've been waiting all day to <laughs> drop that one there. What? No. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I uh, wow, is really or, or is that that old and no one knows what the Brother from Another Planet is, Mark? I have no idea. Well, I, yeah. 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 Listeners, if you know what Brother from Another Planet is, please let us know. It was always on HBO back. All right. Never mind. <laughs> I, I was showing our age. Um, I love H.P. Lovecraft. Love, love H.P. Lovecraft stories. I've read, I have a book of his story, the collected book. I've read it probably like 30 times. Love it. Uh, I'm super excited. I was always really disappointed. We never really get any, like, there's Lovecraftian movies, yep. but has there really ever been a good adaptation of his actual work? Um, no. <laughs> we were supposed to get Guillermo del Toro uh, does the uh, Mountains of Madness with Tom Cruise, but that uh, never happened, unfortunately. So <laughs> Shocking. We, uh, uh, yeah, I know. Guillermo del Toro announced something and uh, didn't didn't make it. It's some stunt, but uh, they couldn't repurpose the sets from the strain for it. So, yeah. <laughs> and they couldn't make it. Um, not enough fish man sex, I guess. Um, but the uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a great fucking story. If you haven't read it, it's not very long. It's an like I don't know. It's a novella. It's not very. It's not very long. You can bang that out in like a night. Um, it's cool. It's creepy because it's Lovecraft. And, you know, Nicolas Cage is when he wants to be, he's still a good actor. 
when he's not sleepwalking through terrible like director Redbox movies, he is still a good actor. I did not see Mandy, so I don't know if uh, that means anything that the d- producers of Mandy are doing this. But I- I'm excited for a even moderately budgeted movie based on H.P. Lovecraft's work. Um, the trailer looks really cool. Obviously, it's not set in 1920-something because it's uh, a little more modern. But, yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, Aubrey, are you actually going to go going to watch this with us for the podcast? I will. I will. I'm going to have to hold you to that. I don't know. It's crazy. It's, <laughs> it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. But, Mark, what about you? Yeah, I'll check it out. I honestly don't think this movie is going to come out. It's, it's scheduled to be released in January. Uh, it probably won't hit theaters. So we'll probably be talking about it on uh hulu or amazon streaming or uh, netflix like right oh around, yeah like this march is or april like it's gonna drop in like two or three theaters and then it'll be on demand or something yep like six weeks later so yeah but yeah we'll try not to forget about it That's important. um I'm, will- I'm definitely willing to check it out um like aubrey said nicholas cage actually looks like he's alive in this one so uh you know it, it could be cool it-, it actually looks like it it could have some weird freaky stuff on it, I've never read a H.P. Lovecraft story, so I don't know what, what? to expect. But uh, yeah, I know reading, psh, whatever. Wait, neither of you guys have ever read any Lovecraft stuff? No, I read um, the Call of Cthulhu to Noah. Oh, that's uh, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm not going to be coming to your birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> you guys said this was Avengers party. Why is everyone in cloaks? <laughs> Um, yeah, Mark, you should get on that, but yeah, <laughs> no, we'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll, if the, if the movie impresses me, maybe I'll, maybe I'll pick up a book. Maybe. I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> You'll put it on the bottom of the pile of fucking comic books. <laughs> yeah, you ain't lying. Hey, Mark, this, this is an aside. We're at fucking Rhode Island and I see a table. I don't even remember what the name of that fucking comic is. It's some like it's local-ish. A- it looks really cool. Yeah. Uh, um, I just remember at Kineticon 2015, I think it was 2015 Kineticon. I bought it for Mark. And I was like, well, if you're going to read it and review it for the site, I'll buy it for you. And he's like, oh, yeah, cool. That's not how that is not how it happened. I don't think I'm like Mark, you, you I will buy this for you. You have to read it within the next two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That I don't know. I just bought it for Mark to be nice because he was checking it out and it was a little expensive and uh, he still hasn't read it. So. Yeah, I have this bad, uh, not bad. I have this habit of like looking at stuff at these conventions and like, oh, I want this. I want this. And sometimes I have to restrain myself and, you know, not br- I can't be like Aubrey with the Gundams. I can't. I sometimes <laughs> I have to like back away. <laughs> but for this instance, this book looked pretty cool. And uh, yeah, Joy did get it. And I, I haven't fi- I haven't read it yet. I did start it. I haven't finished reading it yet. He looked at the cover when he put it in the pile. <laughs> <laughs> I am gearing up. Uh, at some point, I will start to release these reviews online or on a website of the comic books that I read. But unfortunately, editing this podcast takes fucking forever. And that's when I would be reading. So, you know, I'll get to it eventually. It's on a list. It's on a list. On the list. Mm-hmm. So, Arby, you said you're still getting love from the Gundam people. They're like, come back, come back. I am, yeah. They send me emails all the time. And they're like, hey, buy this Gundam. Hey, buy this, buy this special edition Gundam. They're like, Christmas is coming and we need bonuses. Yeah, they probably were like, make sure you write down her email. There is a uh, music video that plays. At job number two, there's a there's music video. We used to be able to control what music we listened to completely. Like, we could fucking bring in cds and shit and they took that away and we could only pick like certain things that they allowed but there was you know all these different channels and all these different bands um now they took that away and it's just the same like 20 music videos and like 20 commercials on a loop over and over and over again um it's god awful but there is a music video and i don't know what it is because they don't even tell you what the bands are yeah it's some guys rapping in they're in Japan in that in front of that hotel where there's a big giant Gundam and the whole video is them rapping in front of the Gundam. And every time I see it, I'm like, there's Aubrey's crew. (laughs) (laughs) You look at the back of the video, you'll see Aubrey with a credit card going, how much is this? (laughs) Aubrey, Aubrey's in the back, just fucking making it rain. Dollar dollar bill. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, uh, colors out of space sounds good. Er, yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. <clears throat> All right, so then the next trailer I dropped this week was 
and this is an interesting one. We've kind of talked about this before. Um, you don't, you probably don't remember. Uh, Universal was going to launch their Dark Universe uh, subset of movies uh, starring the uh, classic Universal monsters. And after uh, Tom Cruise is the mummy uh, bombed at the box office, uh, Blumhouse swooped in and got the rights to those uh, those classic horror movies. So they are going to be releasing their versions of those stories. And the first one out of the gate is The Invisible Man. Uh, that trailer dropped this week. Stars Elizabeth Moss as a girl who had a uh, kind of a, a strenuous relationship with her ex-boyfriend. He winds up killing himself and he leaves a lot of his fortune to her if she can prove that she is, uh, I guess, mentally stable after a certain amount of time. Uh, but of course, she's haunted by an invisible man. So that kind of uh, knocks things off its course a little bit. Uh, it's directed by Lee Wanell who uh, you may remember from the Saw movies. He was one of the co-writers of the Saw movies. Uh, he also directed probably one of my favorite movies of last year, Upgrade, the movie that Venom was supposed to be. I can't express enough how amazing that movie is. It's so good for such a low-budget flick. Uh, so I, just putting his name on it, I'm excited for it. It's Blumhouse, so you know it's not going to be super extravagant. But I'm looking for like a nice, quick uh, well contained, well self contained, well done movie. Not something that's gonna expand into like a big universe. But I'm psyched for this. I think the trailer looks cool. What did you guys think of it, Joey? Uh, I thought it looked really cool. Actually, it was a pretty cool, interesting twist on the Invisible Man. Mm -hmm. uh, as I was watching it, I was like, "There is no fucking way Aubrey's watching this movie." <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly how I felt too. Oh. <laughs> So, Aubrey, you saw the trailer. You you don't think you're going to go watch it at all? It looked scary. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, why would you watch Nicolas Cage movie that's scary, but not watch this movie that's scary? <laughs> because it it's really pretty. It really looks that scary. The Nicolas Cage movie looks pretty. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Exactly. So if the Invisible Man, like, you know, cleaned up a little bit, put on some, like, bows or something, it'd be okay. I just don't like things that could, like, actually happen. Why wouldn't you just throw a can of paint on him? Dude, you just gave away the third act of the movie. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, she's like, he's sitting right in that chair. Just throw some fucking water shit on him and yeah, people right. will see that he's there. Yeah. These people ever watch Hollow Man 1 and 2? <laughs> Apparently not. This is a universe where the Hollow Man does not exist. Or the uh, uh, Invisible so, Man. It's, yeah, so it's like Walking Dead where you just have to, like, this in this universe there are no zombie movies. Right. Exactly. Understood. Understood. Um, no, yeah, I thought it looked really cool. Um, really interesting spin on it. So, And completely unrelated to La Momia. So, yeah. As far as we know. I know. I'm going to be really pissed if there's like a, a post-credit scene where uh, Russell Crowe shows up as Dr. Jekyll. Tom Cruise rides up on a horse <laughs> from the end of uh, La Momia. It's all connected. He looks in the camera it's like it's all connected and winks. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, so Aubrey, that's a no from you, right? Correct, Mundo. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, so the movie drops in February, February twenty eighth. Uh, hopefully, we'll be checking it out for the show. Um, I think it looks awesome. All right. So then, uh, and then in other uh, really quick news, a lot of people probably won't hear this episode when it drops this week because I would imagine that ninety percent of us will be streaming the disney plus service uh, we're watching whatever is happening on disney plus because that's going to drop this week that's right high school musical colon <laughs> and the musical colon the series yeah you know they did a uh i didn't get a chance to watch it but they did do it they did preview the first episode of that this week this weekend on regular television not on disney plus just to you know hook people in i don't know how well it did i haven't checked up on it yet but um, I bring that up because, is because Disney and Amazon have had a uh, kind of a strenuous late relationship throughout the years. And as of this recording, uh, Disney Plus is going to be launching soon and they haven't given anyone like any apps or anything other than thank you for a, a thank you email for supporting it. So everything is still kind of up in the air. We're not really 100% sure how everything is going to play out in a couple of days. But it was announced recently that if you have Amazon, if you have the Amazon Fire Stick, you will be able to access Disney+. Plus. So yay. It's good news for all of us Amazon folks. Um, how are you guys going to get, get your Disney+. Plus? How are, how are you going to get it? Joy, I have Verizon. 
Oh, okay. So you'll be able to download it right through Verizon? Yeah, they they gave everybody a year for free. What? Yeah. That's... Everybody that has a Verizon phone, mm-hmm. existing and new people, get Disney Plus for a year. That's cool. That's very cool. Awesome. Enjoy. How about you? How did you plan on downloading the app? Uh, well, first I have to convince my wife that we need to pay for it, Oh, oh well. which shouldn't be a problem because <laughs> me and the two kids both want it. Um, and I'm sure we'll be able to find stuff on there. She'll find interesting too. And once we do that, then I believe I can get the app through PlayStation. Oh, okay. So I will watch it through my PlayStation 4. Um, I'll be honest with you. If I don't have the app on my smart TV, the odds of me watching anything randomly on something go through the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anything I have to make any sort of effort for is just like, right. So on my TV, I have YouTube, <laughs> Amazon prime, Hulu and Netflix. So I'll watch anything on those. I'll be bored and just like need background noise and I'll put on Naked and Afraid or something, you know, like just random shit that I would normally watch on TV, but we don't have cable anymore. But if it's like, oh, this show is on such and such app, and I'm like, oh, this this is on Crackle or like something, <laughs> like, oh right. God, all right, so it's like it's a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lot of effort to hit three more buttons on the remote. <laughs> but I'm all in for the Mandalorian, so give it to me, give it to me all over my face. Mm-hmm. I'm actually. Really excited about some of the documentaries they're going to have about behind the scenes at Disney World and and Disney Animation and stuff too. I know they'll be you know you know through the rose colored glasses of Disney Plus, so <laughs> right. they're not going to you know they're not going to really tell you anything too in depth or too crazy. But I it I'd, I'd just love to see all that behind the scenes stuff, especially of like how the rides work and like things like that. So that's something I'm also looking forward to in the service, but. Of course, the Mandalorian's the number one thing right now. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, it's Lady and the Tramp. I can't wait for that. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's all, it's all for about me, the Mandalorian. It's High School Musical, the musical, <laughs> the series. Yeah, and so, that's the Hudgens ain't walking through that door, folks. You know. So hopefully, uh, everyone will get a chance to uh, get the Disney Plus app, and uh, we'll be talking about that next week on next week's show. Hopefully, that's right. And I'm gonna binge watch all of Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> oh God, Disney! What have you done? All right, so uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it. That's it. That's all I got for the news. All right, cool. So we'll take a quick break, and we'll come back, and we're going to talk all about Terminator Dark Fate. Hey, I'm Andrew Morgan, host of the Netflix original movie podcast, The Nomcast. Martin Scorsese's latest masterpiece, The Irishman, is coming to Netflix on November 27th, but starting November 15th, Holiday Cinemas in Wallingford will have a limited run of The Irishman on the big screen, and I want to see you opening night. The Nomcast will be there alongside some of your favorite Connecticut podcasters, taking your opinions on the movie. Tickets are moving fast, so get your opening night tickets now online at HolidayCinemas10.com. That's HolidayCinemas10.com for tickets right now. Follow at NomcastPod on social media and let us know you're coming to see The Irishman with us. All right, and we're back. Well, we all had a chance to see Terminator Dark Fate. We're going to do some non-spoiler talk, as always, usually pretty quick. And then we'll jump into spoilers and tell you what we thought about the movie in a little more in-depth. Mark will play a sound drop, letting you know when the spoilers come, just in case you haven't seen it and you don't want to ruin it. But let's get started. Uh, Aubrey, what did you think, non-spoiler, about Terminator Dark Fate? Um, Uh-oh. I don't understand it. They say whenever Aubrey like pauses like that, you know, it's not going to be just like, ah, uh, uh. I know. I don't understand what was going on at all. Wait, wait, wait. Had you seen any other Terminator movies? No. <laughs> Jesus. I was really confused. Wait, so you never saw Terminator 1 or Terminator 2? I saw Terminator 1 like years ago. Okay. All right. But I don't remember it at all. Okay. All right. What about Terminator 2? No. All right. What about Terminator Genesis? Nope. <laughs> what about Terminator 3, colon, The Rise of the Machine? Nope. What about the Sarah Connor Chronicles? Nope. <laughs> All right. Wait a minute. What about Terminator, colon, Salvation? Nope. Nothing. 
What about Terminator 2 3D The Ride at Universal Studios? <laughs> I haven't even been to Universal. <laughs> that was directed by James Cameron, by the way. Um, all right. Well, uh, so you were confused. Okay. So confused. Uh, other than confusion, did you like the movie? Not really. I mean, I'm, I'm not a big action movie person. Um, I like the sci-fi element to it, but that was about it. Other than that, I didn't understand at all what was going on. It was really complex to go into it without knowing anything. I thought Terminator is kind of just confusing. Like, they're in some sort of time circle thing. I don't know. Mark Ellis. Uh, well, you know what? If, funny enough, I have seen all of the Terminator movies, uh, except for the uh, the 3D ride and the Sarah Connor Chronicles. But uh, all of the, the, um, the regular movies I've seen. And uh, I agree with Ari. I was just as confused. <laughs> no idea what was going on. I thought this movie was complete garbage, and it took me like it took me like probably about mm, about five hours after I saw it to completely forget about it. And then when I had to write my review, I had to go back and like research everything because I completely forgot this movie, everything about it. So uh, yeah, I was uh, I was pissed. Big waste of time. Screw Terminator. Wow. Okay. Well, I've seen all the movies and most of the Sarah Con- Connor Chronicles because Summer Glau is fucking hot as fuck. And uh, so is, uh, I forget her name, the actress that played Queen Cersei in uh, Game of Thrones. It's Lena something. Lena yeah. Headley? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, she's hot. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I watched almost all of that. It ended on a fucking cliffhanger. Like it got canceled, but they still had a cliffhanger. Like, thanks. <laughs> Um, and they didn't even like do a comic book or like anything to like finish off the story. Like, Jesus Christ, thanks for nothing. Um, the only thing I haven't seen was, it was the ride at Universal Studios, which is makes me sad because it doesn't exist anymore. Oh, no, like, <laughs> no, yeah, they took it down. I mean, that shit was old as fuck. So like, they took it down within the last couple of years. It had been there for like almost twenty years. But I mean, it was directed by James Cameron. Like, you know, he's my favorite director of all time. So I, I kind of wish I had a chance to see it. The, you know. the internet has ways. There's ways you can see it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know what happened is that when we went to uh, Universal on our honeymoon in the year 2000, Islands of Adventure and Universal were two separate parks. And we were only there for one day. And I wanted to go to that fucking Spider-Man ride in, in Islands of Adventure. There's no way I wasn't going there. So fortunately, that meant I did not get to go on Back to the Future or uh, Terminator. So. Oh, you missed the Back to the Future ride? Ah. Uh-huh. That Spider-Man ride is fucking phenomenal, though, in oh, okay. Universal. So that's it was worth it. But. Yeah, yeah. Um, enough about my honeymoon, Terminator. Um, I liked it. It was pretty good. You know, I, I <laughs> what? It was fine. Uh, I, it's hard for me to really talk about how I feel about it without spoilers. So I'm just gonna say that it was okay. Um, it was probably the best Terminator <laughs> movie since Terminator <laughs> Two, which is a very low bar to clear. Um. I will say it is better than any of the Aliens sequels at all. So, you know, once we go Alien, Aliens, um, you know, Aliens, much like Critics and other things that end with S, uh, Aliens, that's it. The franchise just ends there. I don't care. (laughs) All the other movies are shit. Uh, Terminator, yeah, Terminator 1, Terminator 2, both fucking masterpieces. Uh, And the rest of the movies, pretty shitty. Terminator 3 has its moments. The Crane chase whatever it is when he's like hanging off the crane do you remember this mark yeah i remember there being like a really cool chase scene right in the middle of it yeah that was cool and the uh girl that played the robot was hot but i mean i can see hot girls anywhere so um that really wasn't good salvation is doo-doo feces terminator gynecological exam (laughs) is god awful even amelia clark cannot save terminator genesis nope so yeah i mean this was definitely, uh, I, I would definitely feel f- okay with slotting this on my shelf next to the other two. Not even close to as good, but not terrible. So uh, it was okay. I liked it enough. That's the best I can say without spoiling anything. So if you guys don't have anything non-spoiler else to say, anybody? Uh, I would say if you, I would say just wait for this to come out on, on Netflix or Redbox. Like, I don't really think it's it deserves to be seen on a big screen. I don't think there's anything there that would require you watching it on a big screen. The main reason why I went to go see it is because I knew there was, there was a lot of twist in it. 
and I wanted to see it before it got spoiled for me. So if you're worried about that, then definitely go see it you know, as soon as you can so you can get all the spoilers. But if you're, you know, if you haven't seen it yet, I would just wait for the DVD. Yeah, I watched both of the Terminator 1 and 2 in the last seven days before I saw this. Oh, so, so. you're ready. I mean, that, it seemed to help a lot, too. Uh, that would probably would have helped Aubrey out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't. But you know what? It'll be on Netflix as soon as it's released anyway. Yep. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why, but like Colin really wanted to see this, my son, and uh, I think he was seeing ads, like quick ads for it on YouTube when he was watching stuff. So he asked about it, and I was like, "Yeah, we could probably go see that." But you haven't seen the other two, so me and him watched uh, Terminator One, and then we watched Terminator Two together, and he loved both of those. What did he think of the new one? Um, he actually really, really liked it. Of course, he said he it was did. awesome. <laughs> he said it was awesome, and that he hopes they make more movies with these characters oh, in it. God and I was like him. thinking, I was looking at the box office receipts. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Cause it's not doing too well, but yeah. Yeah. And I just want to add that in the first Terminator movie, I, I knew there was a sex scene and I was like, all right, <laughs> the problem with like not skipping the sex scene while I'm watching it with my 11 year old son is that it's integral to the plot of the movie. <laughs> Like, that's the whole, like, that's a big plot point, uh, Aubrey, by the way, is that, uh, you know, the soldier that comes back to protect John Connor's mom actually conceives John Connor with Sarah. Um, so that's like the whole crux of the movie. <laughs> you can't skip that. What I didn't realize was that the song that plays when they're making sweet, passionate, uh, create the uh, savior of mankind <laughs> sex was... It's just the same Terminator theme, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> but it's like slowed down right. and all swanky on a piano. Yep. <laughs> I was seriously going to try to find it on YouTube and then just like strut down the stairs to where Jen <laughs> sleeps with like that playing on my phone. Maybe I'll wear like just a uh, trench coat like Kyle Look Reese, Reese. Like, hey, <laughs> dirty sweatpants, no socks and shoes and a dirty trench coat. And it's like. <laughs> hey baby you want to save the future anyway uh let you know let it die yeah <laughs> kill the past i think it is. <laughs> but uh yeah let's uh jump into spoilers because i really can't talk about this without spoiling it so let's spoil it spoiler alert i had seen the future and i had to prevent it all right, let's start with things that we liked. Uh, Aubrey, what did you like about this? Could you find, I know you're confused about the storyline, but could you find anything enjoyable about this while you're watching it? Uh, just like the sci-fi elements of it. Like it's a, it's an okay concept, but I just, it didn't make any sense to me otherwise. Like I just feel like it's very disjointed and could be done very differently. I don't know. I like these types of, of stories but again it just is weird mm. and uh, and very confusing the way that they did it they could have explained it a lot better maybe they do in the previous movies i don't know but it, it just felt like it was executed very poorly remember in uh in game where they basically practically look at the audience and say yeah this time travel doesn't make fucking sense who cares yeah. terminator really needs like <laughs> really needed to do that at some point because that was that's and that's pretty much what it is you, you just can't think about it anymore yeah it really hurt my brain to try to figure it out and it just felt like the whole basis was get over it this is just how it is and i didn't really like that because then i'm supposed to the other part is like i'm supposed to know like i'm supposed to care that arnold schwarzenegger's back and then don't right well you would have if you watched the other two movies yeah, but you know, I'm, it it didn't matter. All right, so the Terminator should have started with if this is your first time experiencing a Terminator movie, this is what you need to know and do like a quick recap. Yeah, and then the other thing is like so there <laughs> there's like the, so there's Grace and Danny and they're they know each other in the future, mm-hmm. but then they're sent back to protect your younger self. Mm-hmm. And that kind of hurts my brain because then it's like, I don't know if I understand. It's a loop. I don't. It hurts my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. 
And I don't know how anybody could enjoy that because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, Marcellus, how about you? I know you just said the movie was garbage. Mm. Uh, did, was there any uh, gems buried in the garbage for you? Yeah, the uh, the aging effect on uh, Linda Hamilton and Edward Furlong in the beginning of the movie I thought was really cool because this movie is, even though it's the sixth movie, it's actually the third chapter of the story, uh, which hurt my brain. Because uh, in, in my mind, those other stories do exist. You know what I mean? Like, I know Edward Furlong is going to grow up to be Christian Bale. Like, I, I've I've lived with that for years. And in this movie, they're like, uh, no, that's that's not actually what's going to happen. You are the resistance, Mark. <laughs> so that kind of hurt my brain. But the beginning, that beginning scene, like the de-aging effect, I thought was really cool. I thought that was uh, like maybe B-roll or unused footage from Terminator 2. It looked so good. Mm-hmm. Yep. But then the other part was like, all right, you know that ter- that dogs sniff out Terminators. Like, you, you, we've known that for two movies now. And the end of the first movie, Sarah Connor has a dog. She's ready for it. How are they on a beach with no dog around? They're right there. I'm like, okay, this movie's dumb. I think because they thought they had changed the future mm-hmm. at that point. They thought they were scot-free. Right. Mm-hmm. But didn't she meant did she mention that there were other terminators before that one? In I passing? feel like this is a reach. <laughs> I'm just trying to say cuz I remember her telling a story, oh, well it sent more back, but was that so it sent more back? So was there other ones that had come before that one? Cuz then Mark's point makes sense where how stupid are you to be out there on the beach with no dog or was that the first one that came back? I'm going to assume that that was the first one that came back. And it delivered its target. And then the other, and then he, once he left, he started to send her messages about the other Terminators that came back. Then why was it sending other Terminators back? Because then it won. I think Skynet sent back a T-1000, Robert Patrick, and then sent back like four Arnold Schwarzeneggers. Yeah, but why? (laughs) Exactly. Well, I'm just saying, like, after if if the one that kills him on the beach is the first one, which would explain why they were, you know, kind of laissez faire, then there's no need to send any other ones back because you won. I thought you liked this movie. They, <laughs> they, I thought they, I assume that they sent them all at the same time. Oh, okay. Whatever. They're just like, all right, we're going to send, all right, so the first one we sent obviously didn't work, Terminator 1. So for Terminator 2, we're going to send back a Robert Patrick one. But just to be on the safe side, we're gonna we have a couple of these Arnolds left over, so we're just gonna send back four of those. And then and then the Arnold showed up, did what he had to do, and then the other three, I guess, were just well, actually, yeah, what happened to the other three? Like what if the first one did his job, what did the other three do? They just like walked. So what around? else did what else did you like about the movie? <laughs> <laughs> um I really like the interaction between the new Terminator and his uh his interaction with humans like he was able to blend very well with talking to other people which i thought was pretty cool because in the first one arnold was like i'll be back and then this one he's like you know he's like just like a like a normal dude you know hey you know hey, this is what i do this is who i am so that i thought it was cool everything else dumb oh i i take the back i did like some of the action scenes but other than that dumb wow okay well let's see things i liked about the movie um I thought Linda Hamilton was super badass in it. Mm-hmm. I loved that she was back. I loved, even though a lot of it was ruined in the trailer, I loved her original entrance. So she, I thought for the whole entire movie, she was just a badass. It was fucking awesome. There's a lot of cool, like, swearing from her and stuff. Yeah. Um, it, it, though, to be fair, how old is she? She's, I mean, she looks like she's like 97, but like, she looks like an old baseball mitt. <laughs> she's got to be. Oh, God, I don't know. I'm looking it up right now. Okay. She's only 63. Jesus. Yeah, that sounds about right. I was going to say she's right around there. I guess those years on Beauty and the Beast with Ron Perlman were rough on her. (laughs) She she was the beauty. That's right. Now she's the beast. (laughs) But, yeah, she looks rough, but um, whatever. So uh, a lot of the times, like, you know, she's still older. You know, she would get thrown, like, halfway across a, a airplane hangar or whatever you start to suspend disbelief a little bit you know the arnold terminator yeah okay he can get thrown around knocked around his arm ripped off like kicked across the building blah 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 but she's just an old lady like how is she like getting up from this stuff? 
<laughs> That's the beauty of it. She's a badass. Well, she is a, a badass in the movie, and I did enjoy her in the movie, so that was awesome. Um, I really liked a lot of the action sequences. I thought the uh, airplane when they had when they were on the airplane, like all that was fucking kick ass. Um, and it looked like doo doo feces in the trailer, so they definitely. I thought the trailers were terrible for this movie. Yeah. Um, and I thought the movie was way better than the trailers made it out to be. So I, I was happy about that. But yeah, I mean, a lot of the action sequences were great. I really liked that. I liked uh, Gabriel Luna, like you said, Mark, as the uh, new Terminator. I thought he did a really good job. I really liked him on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. too. I'm sad he's not going to be back as Ghost Rider now. So hopefully he'll move on to better, bigger and better things. But uh, yeah, I liked him as a new Terminator. Uh, I even didn't mind uh, what's her name as a good person. Mackenzie uh, Davis Grace. as Grace. Yeah. Yeah. She was in Blade Runner 2099. I thought she was good too. Um, I didn't like her story very much. Yep. And it wasn't explained very well, which, you know, goes back to Aubrey's point. You know, in the first Terminator movie, you know, Kyle Reese is just a soldier that comes back. Now she's like, like how did they get to that point? Like, how how are we at a point where the ragtag um, humans that were like fighting over scraps in a building with like knives now can implant a cybernetic exoskeleton <laughs> inside of McKenzie Davis, <sighs> you know? And I, I, yeah. So, I mean, I liked her when she was in the movie. If you don't think about her backstory at all, it's fine. So I like that. Um, yeah. And I, I, I just, I really like a lot of the action sequences. The action sequences are great, but now, have to get what you didn't like Aubrey you didn't like the movie so there must be tons of things you didn't like I really didn't like it because I didn't understand it it was really confusing and I'm coming into it blind I don't understand what's going on it's it kind of like goes in circles a million times so then my brain just hurts and it just felt like more work to watch it and to try to understand it than to just not care about it at all. It was very, very confusing. A lot of it did not make sense. And I feel like it's just one of those movies. It's like, we're just doing this because. Don't ask questions. <laughs> we're just doing it. Get over it. It's just this way. I don't I don't really like that. So, Arbor, you have to watch Terminator 2. That's the one you have to watch. Not this week or next week, but at some point soon, you should watch that movie. Is it going to make my head hurt? No, no. I think you'll actually enjoy it. And I think you'll, this will make a little bit more sense to you. I think I think you should watch the first two movies. I think you should watch the first two eventually. But uh, you know what you say, Mark Ellis, when Aubrey hasn't uh, seen the Terminator 1 or 2? You just made the list! <laughs> All right, Mark. You said this movie was garbage. Yep. Garbage. All right. What did you dislike about it? There was doo-doo feces thrown all over the walls, the floor, the ceiling, and it stunk so bad. <laughs> That's what I thought of this movie. <laughs> Why? All right. So first off, all right, we already talked about the dog incident. All right. So that, that part I thought was stupid. So in my understanding, they changed the future in part two. Terminator goes and kills john connor at the beginning of this one so then we get an alternate timeline where it's not skynet it's a legion and they build robots that are also called terminators that also develop the capability of building a time machine to send people back in time so basically it's the first movie yes. all over again correct that was dumb i agree that sarah connor was a badass character i thought probably 75 percent of her dialogue was shit it was just garbage. I liked her as a character, but I thought they gave her the dumbest dialogue in the world. Mackenzie Davis as Grace. All right, great. They send back a, a cybernetic human hybrid, whatever. And she she has her mission. Her mission is to go and protect Danny. She gets there. She has one fight. And then she's useless without vitamins or anything like that. Like, what kind of... What was her plan? Like, what what what, what would have happened if Danny had not gotten her like antibiotics or whatever it was like that was the weakest protector in that story like she went back it was back, a she, pretty badass fight in the factory at the beginning though yeah, yeah all right fine there's five other terminator movies that also have big fight scenes <laughs> she got her ass kicked at the end and then she was worthless 
So I'm like, this is a dumbass character to, to have as the quote unquote protector who has like no idea of what she's going to be doing. Like, how is she going to defeat these Terminator, this Terminator that can divide itself between two, two people? So then we get to the get to Danny's character. The reason and Sarah Connor's like, I'm going to protect this girl because I used to be this girl. So you're thinking, OK, so Danny is eventually Danny plays a key role in the resistance of of the machines in the future. So she's going to probably her son is probably going to be the new leader. Her son's going to be the new John Connor. But then they twist it and they go, no, Danny's actually the the resistance fighter that we will follow into battle in the future. And then they show a clip of her in the future. And it's the same girl. <laughs> and I'm like, what? She had cornrows. <laughs> Why is Dora the Explorer leading the future fight? How, how did the pooping song go? <laughs> exactly i'm gonna dig a hole and i'm gonna shoot some terminators i don't i don't i was like this is this is fucking ridiculous if they had cast like um what's her name gina carano Mm -hmm. the girl that's in the mandalorian if they had cast her as like the future version of danny and have her like kick some ass i would have forgiven so much of this movie but no they show her the same little girl with cornrows giving a the the battle alita angel speech to these, you know, homeless kids, how they're going to fight the resistance. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here with this. Then we get to Arnold Schwarzenegger character. He kills John Connor. He somehow develops a conscience and he's like, all right, I'm just going to, I was going to live my life as an interior decorator with this woman and her kid for the next 25 years. And even though I weigh like 600 pounds, she never notices at all. How does she not know? He said he said they weren't intimate yeah, for twenty five years. All right, fine, whatever, whatever. I don't I don't buy that at all. How does it? How does his CPU get to the point where it can develop human behavior without having it change? Like John Connor had to reprogram him to send him back to save him in part two. Young John Connor had to reprogram him so that he could adapt to human experiences. So he can learn how to smile and you know kneecap people instead of killing them. Like, that's part of the plot of part two. So in this one, he just, he kills his target. And since the future has changed, he has nothing to go back to. So he just decides to become a, a interior decorator. Wouldn't he just disappear if he killed John Connor since there is no resistance right? with John Connor dead? So therefore, there's no reason to send him back. Yeah, see, but if you start thinking of that, if you start thinking of it that way, then you have to go back to part one and then it's going to destroy all of part one. Wouldn't this Sky- sounds even more complicated. <laughs> Wouldn't Skynet prefer that John Connor exists? Because because John Connor exists, Skynet sends the first Terminator back. The first Terminator going back then is used as parts to build Skynet. So therefore, they would want to send the Terminator back and want John Connor to exist, giving them a reason to send the Terminator back. <laughs> yep, exactly. This is a, a B movie that should never have been turned into a franchise. Never, but well, the first two are. movies are fantastic. <laughs> oh yeah, they're good, but uh, Jesus, we don't need all of this, especially when it comes to the time travel stuff. So yeah, so all of that stuff, all of the characters are dumb. I didn't need. I mean, I Arnold had like probably the best part of it, and that's sad. That's really sad when he's like the most entertaining character out of all of it. Yeah, I didn't like this movie. I don't think it needed to be made, and I would much rather. I would much rather watch Terminator Salvation. And Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. I would watch that any day over this movie. Wow. Genesis still, no. <laughs> as much as I love Amelia Clark, uh, Genesis is like, bah. but I would much rather watch Terminator 3 or Salvation over this any day. Hmm. All right. Well, I mean, in terms of things I didn't like in the movie, I got to tell you, I really did not like them killing John Connor in the first five seconds of the movie, mm-hmm. especially well, having just watched. <laughs> The first two terminate because that's the hook of those two movies is keeping making sure he exists and keeping him alive. Yep. Um, and then to just have him be like and he's out within five seconds, it felt like cheap shock uh, value. I, I think there's a million better ways that they could have gotten rid of him. Even if you just have current day Edward Furlong. Just show him as like some dude that works in a grocery store or something like his life is just and boring because they changed the future and he has nothing to do with this shit. Have Linda Hamlin show up and be like, we have to go. The Terminators are back. And he's like, I'm fucking done with that shit. Get out of here, mom. <laughs> you know, 
Like there's a million ways they could have done it without killing him. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it just felt like kind of a, uh, and I feel like it took the movie almost, it almost to me, like watching it felt like it took almost half the movie just to get over that. Cause I didn't give a shit about, uh, Danny at all. Yeah. They give you, there's no oomph to like care about her as a character, especially when you stagger up against, you know, classic characters like Sarah Connor, like, uh, the T 800, like those characters I care about. Cause I've already seen, well, two, three, four, five, six movies with them in them. They, there was no oomph to care about, about Danny. Like he did about John Connor, even though John's not even in the first movie, but he's established as a character. I don't, I, much like Alita Battle Angel, it's a movie I really liked. I actually liked Alita a lot better than this, but uh, it's a movie I liked. But then you could tell if James Cameron had sat down and made this movie, it would be a fucking masterpiece. But <laughs> sadly, he did not. Um, so I honestly, it took me almost half the movie to get over John being killed in the in the opening credits. Mm-hmm. Like, es- it, especially since they showed like even though he's. He's not really in the first one, but he kind of is. There is, you do see John Connor's face with the big scar on it. So he right. is an established character in one, two. He's a main character in three. And um, yeah, and he comes back in the other ones too. So yeah, the movies are essentially all about John John Connor. And then in this one, in the first five minutes, like, oh, here's a little kid, John Connor. Look, he's back. And then they kill him. I just, I feel like if they had to take him off the table, that there was other ways to do it. And it didn't need to be, he's dead. Yeah, just saying, you know, I and like I said, I, I didn't I wasn't feeling Danny at all as a character. I did really like uh, Sarah Connor. I liked Grace when she was in action scenes. But like you said, Mark, her story is stupid. <laughs> yep. um, there's just no again. I know it's not the same future that they showed in the first two movies. It's a different future, but there's just no. There was they gave you enough backstory in the first two movies, and that was just with like ten minutes of cutscenes. Yeah, uh, you know, ten minutes of cutscenes in the first two movies shows you the future war and everything you need to know. And humanity was on the brink; like that was the whole point. Like humanity was on the brink, and then John appeared and rallied everybody, and they came back and blah blah blah. We uh, if if humanity has the time to take Grace into a hospital and implant a fucking robot exoskeleton inside of her, they're not on the brink. Okay, <laughs> they're not. So that was frustrating. I, I would say that, like just shortcuts and weird choices in the movie, like really cut it. It's just not right. You know, like man, why do we have to kill John? Why does she have to be? Why can't she just be a soldier from the future? Why does she have to be a like part robot? And then that's not really explored, like what that means that she's like from the future. Like, why are the humans who are fighting the robots making part robot people? Yeah, like, it, 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 that's kind of an angle that you can come at with a whole storyline, but they never explore that. It's just that a way to to make her have to inject herself with random oh, shit. God, <laughs> and then the fucking plane explodes, and like crashes into a dam but somehow arnold still found a syringe (laughs) he was carrying it around with her just for her oh my god so like there were a lot of cool action sequences but like i don't know it just you guys are making me like not like the movie more (laughs) the more i talk about it the more i don't like it um (laughs) come on over that was our goal all along (laughs) but yeah, I, I mean, that, I think them killing John was probably the thing that really bothered me the most. And I really felt like the movie took a long time to get back in my good graces after that. I felt like once they get out of the uh, illegal immigration detention center, yeah, it picks up from there. Yep. I didn't have a problem with the Terminator T-800 being in there. I know you hated that, but like it was fine. It is what it is. So there's Arnold was going to be in this somehow. There's no way he wasn't going to be in it. So they got him in. But you know, I felt like the movie picked up from there. And the last half of the movie was pretty enjoyable. Um, all the action sequences and stuff. I really liked the plane stuff. The stuff when they were on the plane was really cool. But it like you know it it feels it doesn't have the the feeling behind it just because you don't give two shits about uh, Danny or Grace really. So and then like her power power set was just so all over the place. She can hang from the falling Humvee by just her arms. But then two minutes later, she can't 
walk. Right. She can barely stand up to get to the door. <laughs> yeah. But then they were like, oh, it's a burst of adrenaline. So you fight the Terminator because usually if you fight one, you die. So then why even make the fucking uh, robot people then? They're just going to die anyway. Well, normal people are going to die if they fight a Terminator. So what's the point of the enhanced people? Right. Exactly. What was what was her plan when she got back to this year to fight this thing? And then even uh, even Sarah calls her out and is like, don't you know there's fucking like cameras everywhere and phones are like GPS tracking like and she's like, oh, what? Huh? <laughs> fucking Kyle Reese showed up with no shirt on and a fucking trench coat and had a better plan. Right. <laughs> he stole shoes from a dirty. Uh, he stole his clothes from a homeless guy and he had a better plan than the cybernetic future <laughs> warrior. So. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of problems with the movie, uh, but like I said, I did enjoy some of the action. So, so the good thing is that there isn't most likely not going to be any other Terminator movies. Sorry, Colin. From, yeah, this, sorry this to my it. son who actually really liked this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, the, it's bombing at the box <laughs> as well as it should be. Uh, they tried, they really did, but I don't have any, like, when you watch the original two movies, you're like, well, it'd be cool to see a future war, like more of the future war. I don't really want to see any more of the future war. No, it's kind of, no. It's, I don't want to see Danny and Corn Rose. Yeah, so it, it's fine. Uh, how many, How come there's a whole bunch of skulls everywhere in the future? The nuclear blast. I know. I'm just saying, like, it, <laughs> <laughs> especially when you watch all three movies within a week, you notice that. In, anywhere on the ground in the future, there's like 25 to 30 skulls like everywhere. Mm. There's no other bones from any other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And eventually those skulls will get crushed by something. Yeah. Something steps on them yep. every single time. So, all right, let's wrap this bad boy up. I think you guys have maybe turned my, my opinion around a little <laughs> bit. Aubrey, on a squ- scale of zero to five, with five being the best, zero being the worst, how do you feel about Terminator Dark Fate? I'm going to give it a one. Nice. Mm-hmm. What got the one? Um, just that it's a sci-fi movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Ellis, how about you? Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a two. Two out of five. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad that uh, I don't have to think about this movie anymore. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad we're done. I can finally move past the whole Terminator thing, and uh, I'm good. I'm good with it. Well, I'm going to give it a 2.75 out of 5. Um, like I said earlier, man, I really wish James Cameron had had made this. Because there are the bones of something awesome here. There's some cool action sequences. Uh, Linda Hamilton is badass in it. Man, fucking Cameron could have knocked this shit out of the park. But we got what we got. Um, some really cool action sequences, like I said. And, uh, you know... Yeah, it's it's worth it for like a five dollar Tuesday at the movie theater or when it comes on Netflix. Check it out. It's certainly, like I said, not an abomination. It's not alien covered in shit <laughs> or the predator. You know, it's 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 not anything that bad. So uh, I think it's a good note for Terminator to go out on. This is the end of the Terminator franchise as we know it, probably, and uh, that's fine. That's fine. You know, we got a last send off to the characters and whatnot, and ride off in the sunset rather than ruin it anymore yeah yeah this one ends with sarah and danny riding off into the sunset in the jeep still no dog still so (laughs) she needs a dog that's right so that's gonna do it for terminator dark fate let's get some recommendations and wrap it up aubrey what do you got for the listeners uh pokemon sword and shield comes out this weekend so everybody should go pick it up pre-order it if you haven't already because those games were really quick I will be picking mine up this weekend, perhaps, probably. Sword or shield? Oh, oh, I'm getting shield. Oh, that's one Colin wants. Okay. Which is, who's going to be your starter? The crying water Pokemon? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That tends to always be what I go to is the water Pokemon. Awesome. How about you, Mark Ellis? What do you got? Uh, yeah, I haven't had a chance to really watch anything. I've been working on something else um, this past week. But I will say, if you haven't already gotten your subscription to Disney+, Plus, then uh, do that this week. Uh, take a look at the options. Uh, you know, Make sure it's something you want to do. Get, do a little research. And uh, yeah, get that Disney+, Plus so we can talk about Star Wars in the next uh, few weeks. So uh, yeah, Disney+, Plus. that's my recommendation. 
All right. Well, I will suggest you go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget you subscribe to us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, just about anywhere under the sun that you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube and search Podcast. You'll find hours of content from New York Comic Con and Rhode Island Comic-Con, including interviews, cosplay, and more. Don't forget to support us on Patreon, patreon.com backslash Podcast. Monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive episodes. Uh, this month will be our exclusive review of Jojo Rabbit uh, coming up for our Patreons. Uh, we just had a bonus episode that came out a few days ago, so check that out. If you haven't, Adam was able to interview one of the writers behind the continuation of Orphan Black. Uh, That's pretty cool stuff, so check that out. We'll have some different bonus episodes dropping in the next few weeks. We're going to have a couple more interviews going on, and we've got uh, possibly the next Geek World All-Stars Roundtable coming up as well. So hopefully you guys are enjoying those for free in your RSS feed from us. I will suggest you uh, go buy another video game, Jedi Fallen Order. It's coming out, I believe, on the 15th. Looks pretty awesome. It's a single-player game, no shoved-in multiplayer, no loot loot box nonsense. Uh, Definitely the type of game we want to support if it's good. Uh, And it does look good. So, Aubrey, are you going to pick that one up, too? If I have enough money. That's what Black Friday's for. (laughs) Yep, exactly. I'll I'll pick it up eventually. Yeah. For when. I'm eyeing the uh, Black Friday ads, and I see that Resident Evil 2 remake is $15 at Target, so I think it's time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you wait like a year, all your games are way cheaper. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and since I'm not a 12-year-old boy, I don't watch other people play them on YouTube and ruin the game for me. I don't really understand that, but excellent. So that is going to do it for episode number 275 of the So Wizard podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. It's fall, y'all. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagan. There is no fate but what we make. Please stop making Terminator movies, I beg of you. Wakanda forever. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. We're going to look at the premiere episode of The Mandalorian. And remember... Future events such as these may affect you in the future. Good journey.